Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. In this episode of Crime and Corruption, we're going to be talking about the crime that should have never happened. And we're going to talk about something that should never happen. But first, it's moto time. Remember this, rich people, poor people, poor people act rich. Rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time, just pay your bills. Right now, tax season's coming up. Hey, don't rob Peter to pay Paul. And also remember one important thing. My daddy always says this, never quit your day job while conquering the world. The reason why he says that, because he says you can do whatever you want to do in life as long as you're able to have a full-time job. Maintain a job and you can do whatever you want to do. Most, most successful billionaires have a job. They either work at, their, work at their company or they work for someone else. That's what we're talking about. That's what they do. The one-tenth of one percent work for themselves or work for someone else. You decide which one you want to do. And that's how you do it, okay? Just do it. Nike Nike had an old slogan called Just Do It. They changed their slogan, but, you know, that was their slogan. So, to each his own. And that's how they did it. Also, time is money. Money is time. Wasting my time, you're wasting my money. We don't want to waste my money because my money is valuable. I always put that on on lockdown and I tell everybody that's how things I look at things. Now, let's let's talk about something. It's the Chronicle Crime Files where I do shout outs and stuff. I'm going to give a special shout out. This shout out goes out to all the people at the Los Angeles Lakers. We're going to do a shout out to them. This is all the players at the Lakers. The whole Laker organization. Shout out to them. Because I want to give them a special shout out because they're doing such a wonderful job. Yes, the Lakers. Yes, if you want a shout out, hit me up at Kansas City Hood Sales and Yard Sales. And leave a message and say, hey. Just put a post there and say, hey. Give me a shout out on your podcast and I will shout you out at the Chronicle Crime Files. Okay? But until then, we're just going to keep it moving. Let's begin. When I told you about the crime of the century that should have never happened, allow me to elaborate. Did you know that if you look at, if you actually look at what the U.S. government's been doing, we're not talking about the government, but we're saying what they have been doing, this is what they've been doing. Do you know that we do not have any gold in Fort Knox? There is no gold in Fort Knox. People say there is. No, there isn't. There's a facade of gold. I mean, there's gold there, but it's not the amount of gold that that we should have been. Do you know there's gold in there's gold in New York City? Do you know that Chase Manhattan Bank has a vault that is the same dimensions and the same depth as the U.S. Treasury Department's gold gold depository? Yes, they actually have the same amount of dimensions down below as what we have. Yes, their, their, their dimensions are way below. Yes, underground. And there's a, there's a tunnel that goes from one side to the other. Is that a coincidence? I think not. <coughs> this, is what also, this is what I also think. This is what I also think. Do you know that? Do you know this? Let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you a little corruption part. I want you to understand this right here. This is the part that I want you to understand. Do you know... That the U.S. Do you know? I I know a lot of the corruption I talk about comes from the government. It's because the government has so much corruption that you cannot be denied. And so I just had to say about the government. Let me tell you something about what I found. I found this out. Did you know the U.S. government used to bankroll on us our social security number? They used to bankroll us, meaning that you take our social security number and used to put it on the stock market. Wonder why? I like to know. <laughs> Did you know that the U.S. government back in the early 30s, back in the early 20s and 30s, they were they had secret deals 
They were doing secret transactions. Yes, they were. Secret transactions. The U.S. government was doing secret transactions with foreign countries and foreign dignitaries. That's what they were doing. Did you know that? Why I don't know why they did that, but they did. Did you also know that? And did you know that in every country, except for China, no, except for Russia, uh, no, yeah, yeah, no way, maybe Russia, no, no, not Russia. Well, except for Russia, North Korea. Well, I will say North Korea. Um, and a few smaller countries, the U.S. government does not have an office. The, the CIA doesn't have an office, nor does the FBI. Oh, yeah, Russia doesn't have the FBI or the CIA doesn't have an office there. But they have the embassy there, but they don't have an office. In almost every other country, the CIA has an um, outpost office. It's called a stash house. wonder why. And why is it that in every other country, they have military bases? We have military bases in their country. But they can't put military bases in our country. Why is that? Why is the U.S. won't allow other countries put bases, put their military bases in in our country? But we can put it in their country because, oh, we're making a treaty. We're making a pact. So we can destroy their country, destroy all their land and everything. But they can't come over and destroy us. You know, that's what I don't understand. I never understood that, how that we as society, you know, let the, how we society allow this to happen. You know, I'm, I, I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm a military man. I mean, I, I'm a United States Marine. And the thing that I saw when I was in the Marine Corps, this is what I saw. <coughs> Sorry, I'm drinking water. And I'm also outdoors. Since I'm outdoors drinking water, you know how it is. Allergies, hay fever. No, I don't have the Rona because I got vaccinated. I didn't want to get vaccinated. I wasn't hesitant. I was just kind of waving my options because I wanted to do the research about it. But then my job that I work at offered me, you know, hey, offered me some centavos and pesos. I took the offer and took the money and run because I had some bills I had to get paid. I needed some bills to be paid. And and, and when, when you got bills that need to be paid, you will take, you will do whatever you got to do to get that done. And I took that money that they gave me and I paid a bill. I didn't rob Peter to pay Paul. I straight up paid the bill. Bill got paid. I was happy. They were happy. They got their money. I got my I got my bills paid and I was happy. I was the happiest camper in the world. So that's what happened. So, you know, that's how I did it. That's how I look at it. So, but back to what I was saying. Listen, the way the way the government is um, the way the government controls everything, because when I was in the military, I seen things in the military that I couldn't understand. Like, I never understood why. When I when I went to go get a hammer, check it out. They saw the how much the hammer cost. The hammer cost um, two thousand dollars. When you can get a two dollar hammer, but I found out why it cost so much. The military had the government had to have a had to have degrees, had to have dimensions on each and every one of the design. How the hammer was made, they had to put a little spec on it, a spectrometer. They had to have a design on it. They had to put it like a little 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 little. little Thing on it that says okay this what nail was in there a page had to be for the nail a page had to be for the lacquer a page had to be for the top of the hammer a page had to be for a type of metal i mean literally that's how it was and it was a dollar per page and that's why everything was so expensive realizing i didn't understand that but i was like wow that kind of shocking but that's how the government is and the corrupt part about it is, is that we allow this to go do you know that we're the only country 
that we're the only country that we we're the only country in the world where we can't look at the books. We can't even look at the um, books that the government have, the payroll, you know, the finances, how the government spends money. We can't look at it. But in other countries, you can actually look at how the bills, how the money is being spent. They will actually say, yes, you can look. You can look at the books. The books are open. They're online for you to look at. But we, as society in the U.S., can't look at the government's books. Oh, we can. They'll tell you. Oh, we're we're spending the money. We're doing by right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing this by right. We're doing this by the law. But we're not, because they're not allowing us to see the money that we're accessing. Not allowing us to see the books. We can't even access the money because they won't show us. Because you know why? Because they know that if we saw what was in it, it would. Um, they would personally. We would personally have them fired because I know for a fact that they're spending way too much money and then they're saying they're doing it in the best interest of us, the U.S. citizens, taxpayers, spending taxpayers money for something that they don't need to spend. I don't understand that. So, and, you know, in, in hindsight about the corruption, what goes on is this. Follow the money. Do you know that most senators and congressmen? are richer than us citizens that we put them in the ones that we sign up in office because here's an example <clears throat> this is what I didn't know until I asked a congressman who told me this a former congressman gave me this idea he gave me this scenario and I asked him I said tell me what was it like being a congressman he says I'm going to tell you here's what it's like he says I signed I, I ran I ran to become a congressman and then when I became a congressman this is what happened after I became a congressman, I sat there on a the phone. I sat on a phone calling donors, calling rich people, asking them for donations for the Democratic Party campaign because he was a Democrat. I didn't care. My thing is this. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican or Libertarian or the Green Party or a Purple Party or the Yellow Party or the Red or the, or the Black Party or the Orange Party. It doesn't matter. Well, what mattered was that he, I knew who he was, and he was a very, good, very intelligent person, and and I mean, he was very good to talk to because he gave me some insight that I didn't know. Like he told me, he says, he said that the U, he said that the U.S. he said he said that's basically what he did. He was he was sitting there with his aides. He hired a bunch of people, interns. He hired a bunch of pages and interns. Those people work for free. They they're graduating college and they need experience in political government. So they work for free. They don't get paid. They do this job for the experience. It's like OJT, on-the-job training. That's what they do. And reality is, they did it. They did it for free. A lot of them. They were happy to do it for the congressman, the former congressman. And then he would write a letter of recommendation. That's how he did it. He would write a letter of recommendation to tell, you know, for whenever they go for another, whatever job they're getting. I, 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 Congressman such and such, recommend such and such after so many years. And, you know, and then, and then sometimes he would, um, they would raise money. They would, they would go and raise money for salary. Yeah, they will raise money for like certain people. If they get hired, they will say, we got to raise money for your salary. Because the, the government didn't pay them. The congressman would have to go out and campaign and raise money for he could pay his people, the ones that he hired on his payroll. And I'm like, I thought they government pay. Nope. Nope. He says, I have to pay them. Not out of my pocket, but we raise money so that we can pay for their salary. I was like, wow. 
And he said he would call these rich donors and ask them for donations. That's what he did. Or he would have people call regular citizens, be like, hey, this is Congressman John Doe's office. Want to know, can you make a contribution to his office? We sent you such a loyal band and stuff. And you supported him. Can you make a contribution to his office? Oh, sure, I can donate $20 a month. Thank you. I can count on your support. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, this is Congressman John Doe. I hope I can count on your support. Can you donate a couple? Of, can you donate some money? Whatever you donate will be used. It is tax deductible. You can do it at 501. You can tax deductible right on your income taxes. Just make a contribution. I mean, seriously, that's what he was telling me. They were just making it. John Doe is just because I can't say his name. He, he, he asked me never to say his name because he, what he was telling me, he said, I'm not allowed this. I'm not allowed, supposed to tell people that. He said it because it's against the law. It's against the law, the rules and stuff. So that's what he said. Oh, oh okay. Got it. I'll take it. Thank you. And he says that he allowed them. He said that's how the government did. And he said the government just was that shady. And he said he spent more time campaigning. He spent more time fundraising than he did doing his actual job he said he spent more more or less about 80 percent campaign 80 percent fundraising 20 percent doing his job and that 20 percent was mostly sitting in a sitting in a room talking about having a planning a meeting to do another meeting to do another meeting about what he was talking about and when someone said, can you sign this bill? He says, oh, I promise you I will do that. Then he goes and talks to people about getting this bill. He said, well, uh, we'll make a meeting about that. We'll have a meeting to talk about that campaign, about that, about that program that you want us to sign. So they, they have a meeting to have a meeting. And he said it was so audacious that they did that stuff. He said he didn't understand why. Because he thought that being a congressman that, you know. Oh, need gas. I'll have to get some gas later. And then he talked about it. He says, well, next time, he said, I would do this. I would do that. I would follow the rules. He says, nobody cared. Everybody was just like, he did whatever he did. He said, I did whatever I did because I was just doing what I was doing. He said, when I saw that I couldn't do what I promised, I got out. He says, I got out. I got out of the I got out of the office because I was I was sick and tired of being sick and tired because I couldn't do what I promised the people that I would do. You know, I lied to him. And then, and then when he and then he when he came out when he got out he got on national TV and he said, "I promised to do something for y'all and I couldn't do it. I lied. For that I am sorry. So I'm asking you, forgive me. But I am stepping down." And he stepped down, and that's what he did. And the, and the thing about it was, and he started. Then he ran. Then he started a, a nonprofit organization to where he can fight corruption from within. He said he so he started a nonprofit organization to fight corruption. His organization does the best when it comes to fighting corruption. I mean, right now they go around and they they help out different cities where congressmen, city council members, and certain cities they were like, oh, here's one that you didn't know. This is something that I want you to understand. Did you know that Detroit, the city of Detroit in the state of Michigan? The city went bankrupt. The comptroller and all of them went bankrupt. They defaulted on all their loans and all their bills. They could not pay their bills. That was the shockingest part in the world. The city, the city could not pay the bills. They defaulted on their loans. They could not pay their bills at all. So they defaulted. I mean, the lights were shut off. Seriously, the city street lights were shut off. 
people were like, whoa, yeah. And I'm not joking when I, when I say the streetlights were shut off. Yeah, they actually had the lights cut. Lights were cut. County, the city, the city buildings were shut. The city, city buildings had no lights, no water, no gas. Employees had to work from home. Most people, street lights were off at night. So it was like a pitch black in the whole city because nobody had their lights on. Nobody couldn't afford to get, city couldn't afford to pay the light bill. They had to go get a loan. They had to get a massive loan from, I think it was Citibank or was it Chase? It's one of those they got a massive loan from. And when they got that massive loan, when they got that massive loan, that loan was so massively, it paid, they, they, paid their, they paid their bills and they had to restructure. And then they had to get a loan from the federal government to help pay off the loan from Citibank. And they did, and the bank helped them out and, and refinanced everything. And it worked out. It worked out good for them. They were actually, they were actually helping, and they actually were helped out and everything, and they helped them out and everything. City did good. State did good. They restructured everything. People were happy. Everybody was happy. I mean, literally, I saw that and I was like, wow, that was just too bad of corruption and stuff. But when it came down to the finances and everything, they refinanced everything, the comptroller and everything, the mayor had to fire a bunch of people because he had no choice. You know, people were like, what? Yeah, they all got fired. People he were firing people left and right. There were so many people that got fired that you know, it just happens. That's one city. Think about it. Let me give you let me give you a scenario that happens in almost every city. This happens in every city. Do you know that in every city majority majority of the majority of the city majority of the cities um, have to pay late fees on their loans have to pay late fees on their loans the reason being is because here's an example the um, the city gets paid once a month the city gets paid once a month that's how they get their money that's the government that's the way the government pays their bills they pay it once a month now by paying it once a month that's how they pay their you know that's the way it is now they're say for instance their light bill is due say the 15th the, the light bill is due the 15th, but they get paid the first. But it's due the 15th, so that means it's 15 days late. So they got to pay a late fee. So if the gas, so if the gas bill is due, if the gas bill is due the, if the gas bill is due say the 28th, same principle. It's it's late. They can, they'll try to pay it on time, but sometimes they can't. And that's how things are. And that's how the way the, the, way the, the, way the city government is. Most city governments try to restructure their bills and try to balance out their money. But, and the corruption part about it is, is that they can't. So they just have to rob Peter to pay Paul. Seriously. And most mayors, did you know in one city, the, in one state, one city, one mayor was found guilty of embezzlement? And what he did was, when it came to embezzlement, he had over he had over he had over twenty thousand dollars that he embezzled. That's not a lot of money to some people. They'd be like, "That's not a lot of money," but reality, that is a lot for him. 
because he embezzled the money by, by robbing Peter to pay Paul. What he was doing was taking $20 here, $10 there to accumulate it to 20000 To accumulate it to 20000 And when it accumulated to 20000 that's when he had enough money to do what he did. And he took that money and he went and spent it on lavish things for his personal gain. Not for business, but for personal gain. And that was the part that shocked a lot of people. Seriously. You know, that's how he, he did it. So what I'm going to tell you right now, that's how crime and corruption is within the cities of everything. And every state, and, and even with local government, federal, state, and local government, everybody's robbing Peter to pay Paul. And I'm telling you right now, trace the money. No matter what they do, no matter what the senators, no matter, no matter what everybody's doing, just remember the money. That's how everybody does everything. Just follow the money. I tell everyone, follow the money and you will, you will, you will find out where everything happens. Hey, by the way, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And I want to tell each and every one of y'all, thank you for listening to my podcast. And I appreciate y'all listening and stuff. Hit me up on social media. Go to my YouTube, go to my Facebook page. My Facebook business page is Kansas City Hood Sales and Yard Sales. Go there and post whatever you want to post about my podcast. Or if you got a business you want to post, post it there. Or if you want to give me a shout out, post it there. Give me a shout out there and just say, hey, I heard your podcast. I listened. Go there. That's for everything. The reason why I can't give out my personal um, Facebook page is because my personal Facebook page has nothing but 90% of my family members on there. And my family pretty much, they're, uh, they're not like, they don't listen, they don't, you know, they're not into this. They're not, they don't see me as, they don't see me as J.R. Bell, the podcaster. They see me as J.R. Bell, the numbnuts, the knucklehead, you know, the Marine. They don't see me as somebody who is um, an oppor- who's making an opportunity to have generational wealth, who is building his e-commerce business by going to, by telling you, hey, you should go to blackblueelectronica.com for all your electronic needs. You want to you get some electronic needs? Go there. You want a solar power charger? Go there. You want a cell phone? Go there. You need a scooter? Go there. Power cords? Go there. It's a veteran-owned store. See what I mean? They don't like that. But what I do tell you is I appreciate you by, by going there. And I also tell you, hey, hit me up on social media. Spread the word. Post this on social media. I would like that. Spread me around. The more you spread me around, the more it starts growing. We'll be like a virus. It just multiplies. And we'll be like a we'll be like the plague. This podcast will go global. I want it to go global because when it goes global, you'll go global with me. Because when I grow, you grow. We're going to grow together, okay? Because I'm going to enrich you. I'm going to inspire you. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know. Like I told you, my podcast is all about for you. It's random things. It's the randomness. It's random things. That's why I talk about different things, never the same. Like this season is all about crime and corruption, but it's random things on crime and corruption. It's not like, oh, I'm going to talk about, say, corruption in the Mexican government and then just a whole series about that. No, I'm going to go all around because... That is, I got to talk about that. I am doing research on the Mexican government and what happened down there and how, how the drug cartels are controlling certain certain cities and stuff and certain governors and stuff are being bought and paid by drug money. Yeah, I got to talk about that. And we're going to talk about that, but not right now. Hey, hit me up on my Facebook. Hit me up on my YouTube. No, hit me up on my Instagram at MarineCookie3381. That's my MOS. 3381 means cook in the Marine Corps. And also hit me up on Twitter at tipzip357 at gmail.com or look up JR Bell. But if you look up JR Bell and you see a nutter, you see a bunch of other JR Bells, 
I always tell you, my email address is tipzip357 at gmail.com. That'll pop you right up to my right up to my right up to my Twitter account. You go directly to me and you'll see the picture and stuff. Or you want to go and read a bio about me, go to mbjgroup.webs.com. mbjgroup.webs.com. That's my website page. Talks all about me as a bio and everything about me and everything you need to know. And if you want to know anything, a little history about me, go right there. I appreciate y'all. I love you. I want to tell you right now, Bravo 6 going dark. <laughs>